Welcome to the I Work For Him podcast. I'm Michael Miracle, producer of the I Work For Him radio program, the voice of the faith and work movement. Our mission is to transform the workplace of every Christian into a mission field. What does that look like in your workplace? Let's find out right now. Hey, thanks for tuning in to the I Work For Him podcast today. Hey, I had a conversation the other day with Mike Sipe from 10 Talent Leader Talk. I thought we'd share it with you today. Enjoy. Well, this is Michael Sipe, and I'll be your host today for um, 10 Talent Leader Talk. And I am thrilled to be um, uh, in a meeting here with my friend Jim Brangenberg, who's the founder and producer of I Work For Him Radio. It's the, the uh, leading podcast for um, faith and work conversations, and we're in for a treat today. I'm not going to steal his thunder. I want to learn more about... Um, uh, I work for him and some of the things that Jim has learned in his uh, conversations with marketplace leaders all across the country. So uh, with no further ado, Jim, welcome to the show. Thanks, Mike. Appreciate you having me on. Before we dig into um, I Work For Him Radio, just fill us in a little bit on how you got here, you and Martha, and you know who you are. How'd you end up doing this thing? <laughs> all right. So I'm going to give you the really shortened version. It may take a minute. But I was one of those guys that grew up in the church, committed my life to full-time Christian ministry. So when Martha and I got married, as soon as I got done with my four-year degree, I enrolled in seminary thinking, if I'm going to be in full-time ministry, I need to go to seminary so I could work in a church. God stepped in the way and said, nope, that's not what I want you to do. But he didn't really have anybody around me to tell me what he really wanted me to do. So we operated some businesses and we did them with integrity, but we never really knew that our businesses were actually the ministry that God was calling us to, that 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 was the actual call on our life. And so I was one of those guys, one of those guys that I was different on Monday through Friday than I was on Sunday because somebody, what my two mentors in my early, well, my early twenties, when I got out of college said, business is business and church is church. They have nothing to do with each other. So make a lot of money, give it to the church. Maybe you'll serve on a building committee one day. That was the, <laughs> that was the epitome of the call of my life. <laughs> and, and so for the 18, Don't sign me up for that. <laughs> no, for the first 18 years of my career, uh, that's what I lived under. I, I worked so that I could volunteer at church at youth ministry. Martha and I did a lot of that. And it wasn't until I was, 33 that I read the book Halftime, and that was the first time I had heard that I could find significance in my success, but it still didn't have the I's dotted and the T's crossed until I was 40 years old when somebody forwarded to me Oz Hillman's daily devotionals that told me that I could be a marketplace minister, that my workplace, no matter what it was, was my ministry place. So I was one of those guys that I used to go around, after I figured this all out, I'd go around and I'd shake him by the shoulders going, please don't tell people you know Jesus if you're going to act that way out here in the marketplace. <laughs> I was one of those guys. I've had to go back and apologize and ask forgiveness for a lot of people that I probably didn't act the way I, I know I didn't act the way I should have. Wow. So you, you were early in this podcast game. I mean, there's podcasts everywhere right now. I mean, we're we're on a podcast, and uh, I just want to be you, Jim, when I grow up. Okay, so um, <laughs> you want to lose all your hair? You got great hair. Why would you want to lose your great hair? <laughs> but but really, though, you you were I think pretty early in this. You saw it early, and uh, and have have grown tremendously. But you know, why did you start it, and and why I work for him podcast versus eight gazillion other podcasts these days? What? 
So here's the deal. So I was so frustrated with Christians out there in the marketplace that one day I was speaking to an event that was about ready to launch the Christian Chamber of Commerce in Tampa Bay. Five ways to incorporate your faith into your workplace. And that day I sat down after speaking next to the only person in the room I didn't know. And she looked at me and she goes, you got to talk about that on the radio. And I'm like, you're crazy. She goes, no, I'm serious. I'm like, no, I'm serious. You're crazy. Turns out she owned a Christian talk radio station in St. Pete, Florida. And Make a long story short, we went to go have lunch with her, and then she tells me, yeah, Jim, I want you to talk about that on the radio, but it's going to cost you $200 an hour. To make a very long story short, as Martha and I walked out, and I told her that was the dumbest idea in the whole world to pay $200 to hear myself talk, because who's going to listen? The Lord reminded me of three very specific prayers that I prayed from 2003 to 2013. One was, I wanted a life of significance in my success. I didn't want to just pursue success. It was a waste of time. I wanted a job where, I also prayed that God would give me a job where nobody could ever say, well, that's just Jim's success. That's just because Jim who is, Jim is, so he's successful. And then I also prayed when I got the name I work for him, I I said, Lord, I could see how I can mentor and disciple four or five Christian business guys, but how do you challenge thousands of people? This is like an epidemic in Christianity. This is, We've got to reach a lot more people. How do I do that? I don't have a platform. Nobody's going to ask me to speak. Well, it was 90 days after that night that I met that woman on the radio station. So when we walked out from lunch after this woman told me the most crazy thing that I had to pay her money to listen to myself talk on the radio, I said, Martha, I think we're supposed to say yes to this. And uh, so you're right, podcasting was was a new thing. We went on the air April the 15th, 2013, and I just decided right from the beginning, we need to podcast everything because that's where the world is moving. And so we've podcasted every show. We've lost three of the, there's three that are missing. The radio stations lost them. But the first two shows we ever did are out there. And if you ever really want to hear what horrifying talk radio ever sounds like, those two shows are there. <laughs> we've done 1,700 plus shows since then, interviewed three or 3,000 plus people from across the country. Uh, but that's how it got started. It wasn't something we wanted to do. I've got a 25-year insur- commercial insurance background. I sold used cars on the side for a lot of years just for fun. Martha's got a Christian retail background. That's where we thought we'd spend our years. Uh, but as it was, God wanted us to challenge Christ followers to live out their faith and their work. And I was bold enough to just say yes. So somebody tunes in to iWorkForHim.com. Okay. What what are they going to experience? What's it like? Like, what are you trying to do? And What's the um, what's the listener viewer experience on these shows? So I, mean, we, I know because because I watch you've been them, on, but, and you've been on yeah. there too. <laughs> yeah. So we produce a video and an audio for every show that we do today. We didn't always do that because, of course, producing video seven and a half years ago was you know almost impossible. Uh, uh, we interview three different types of people. We interview uh, Christ followers who are just living out their faith in their work no matter what it looks like. We just, I mean, we're about ready to interview a, a commercial artist. Uh, we've interviewed, uh, I, I just uh, interviewed a, an air conditioning repair guy. What a phenomenal story. I just interviewed a mover. What a great story. This guy's moving for Jesus. Unbelievable. So we interview people that are just living out their faith in the work, whether they're executives of huge corporations or even executives of small little businesses, as well as people working in education and working in the church and working in, how about stay-at-home moms? There's the toughest job on the planet. You know, wherever they're working, arts and entertainment or the media or, or business, wherever they are, we're interviewing those people. We also interview people that write great books. You know anybody? So people that write great books that are speaking into this, talking about how to connect faith and work. And then the last interview type that we do are people that are leading ministries or business trees that are discipling people like 10X groups where people where you're grabbing 
Christian business owners and saying, here's what it looks like to connect your faith and your work as you run a business. And here's what a business looks like for excellence. And so those are kind of shows. So three days a week, we produce uh, brand new shows. They're on Facebook. They're also on podcast. Uh, And then, but every day of the week, we produce a one minute. Uh, This is on radio, Christian talk radio, Christian music radio across the country. In fact, I'm trying to get on. You got to help me on worship 24 seven out there. That's based out of Oregon. Um, We're producing one minute shows that are just a, a one-minute snippet on when you go to work today, this is what it looks like. Just here's one little piece thing you could put into action, connecting your faith and your work. So lots of different things, all those resources out there. But Mike, I've got a huge surprise for you today of what is really coming up for iWorkRam. Okay. Okay. All right. well, I was, well, come ahead. on. I yeah, didn't yeah. know if you want to come go to it right now. Right. Okay. Bring it on, all right. man. So what is it? Yeah. Y- you know that, one of, that, that I got three driving uh, really core values for iWorkRam unparalleled collaboration strategic connection but all about workplace transformation you know that's what we've been you've known me long enough to know that that's what we do every day one of the things that's been a passion of mine is when you when somebody listening even to this says well i want to i want to find all the faith and work podcasts i want to find somebody to listen to if you type in faith and work podcasts you'll find three or four but there are literally hundreds and so we, right now, on I Work For Him's website, I Work, the number four, him.com, we've started the Awaken Podcast Network. And you can also just type in awakenpodcastnetwork.com. And when you pull that up, right now, there are 81 Faith and Work podcasts out there on there, including yours, that are, that are available to people. And they could choose whether they're looking for it, whether it's a Christian working woman. There's a whole bunch under the She Works For Him moniker. Whether you work with money and it's under the I Invest For Him moniker, or you're retired and you're trying to figure out, how do I connect my faith to my work in my retirement? Under I Retire For Him, under I Work For Him. And then whether you're working in the church or education. So they're all broken out. And I'm going to continue to search because I believe there's probably several hundred Faith and Work podcasts out there today. But the Awaken Podcast Network is the cutting edge thing that we are releasing. And it's as a service. And the cool part about it is we'll do all the maintenance, but that page can be put on any website anywhere in the country for 25 bucks a month. We could just share and we do all the maintenance and it could just be attached to your website so that we can help people get access to the incredible resources like your podcast. What a cool idea. And uh, a couple things. One, I will get you connected with David Harms at uh, Worship 24-7. He just bought a new radio station, by the way. That's probably um, why he's been he's too busy. Two, yeah, he's, you know, he has been. Yeah, so he's got uh, he's got two um, terrestrial stations plus this blowing up Worship 24-7 online presence. And uh, so, um, yeah, great uh, great connection. I'll, I'll put you in touch with him. It's awesome. One of the things you mentioned a, a couple of minutes ago, which for our, our, our listeners just on audio, um, the the website for this is I work, and it's the letter for. Right, the number four. No. I work. The number four, not, I, the, not the letters for. So so it's I work number four him. Dot com. That's right. Make sure for our audio listeners, that's it. Okay. Well, let me let you talk about business a bunch here. So let me just ask you a business question. Right. You, you may have noticed we're in challenging times. Um, a lot of businesses are struggling. Some are failing. Many more are probably going to fail in the in the unfortunately in the next few months. So what what are you learning out of the discussions you're having with business owners? What's uh, what's causing them to to make it and through and, and navigate this season. How are they doing it? You know, the ones that are, I, I believe the Christian business owners that are really making it are the ones that have learned how to pray and to listen. You know, I believe that God's got an answer for every one of the problems that you're facing every day. But a lot of times as business owners, because we're 
entrepreneurs. We're used to digging the ditches, cleaning the toilets, doing all the sales and filling out the paperwork and then you know managing it, people running HR, doing the accounting. We don't know all the answers, but God knows all the answers. And we just need to, we need to learn to pray and say, God, I know you got a blueprint for the solution for what I'm dealing with right now. What is that? And as I have seen Christian business owners, that we got this new word, pivot, over the last seven or eight <laughs> so months. Tired, so tired of pivoting. I know, but you know, we've been pivoting. <laughs> yeah. um, they, that when they start to just say, Lord, what is it that I need to do? What is it that you have for us in this? Because it's been a tough time. There's still 10, 11 million people out of work that weren't out of work in March. How, how do we turn this around? I, I think the number one thing is Christian business owners learn how to pray because they don't have all the answers. And they finally are realizing, I don't have it all in my head. They got to pray. Uh, and then... They really, the, you know, they need to be gathered together with other Christian business owners who maybe have some solutions, you know, on a group like 10X groups uh, that can, where they can come together and say, what are you doing? What are you doing? We can learn from each other. But a lot of times Christian business owners are separate. They're out there doing it. They're not hearing stuff from practical stuff from church. In fact, for the last nine months, depending on what state you live in, you haven't even been able to go to church. So, I, so I, I think prayer they're being creative, but the most powerful thing I've seen that is driving success across the country for Christian business owners is prayer. Lord, what in the world do I do? Because I have no answers left on my own. When we get to the end of our rope, God always said, it's nice that you finally got there. I've been holding on my rope for 10 years for you to finally get to the end of your rope. Here's my rope. Jump on. Let's go. So good. And I see that too with, uh, with all of my clients and the members of our groups that, uh, you know, we're just kind of going moment by moment, day by day, you know, and uh, and the amazing thing is, is that uh, our members are having the best year they ever had and, and better than last year. And it's it's really incredible to see um, God open up these possibilities and new opportunities that we might not have even been open to um, to pursuing without this. So just a, a little bit more personal on that, though, I, I'd like to know, I mean, I know you pray all the time. You pray with me and you pray for me and I'm grateful for that. Uh, but uh, for you and Martha, I mean, this, you know, your your show's huge and it's awesome. And probably people looking at it go, well, you know, the guy's just got it nailed and, you know, probably no challenges in your world. Uh, in addition to, to prayer, um, how are you and uh, Martha really navigating through what is a really difficult season? I got to tell you, this hasn't been tough for us, but here, let me explain why. In April of 19, God brought somebody into our lives that's, that, that said, what are you doing on terrestrial Christian terrestrial radio anymore? It, your, your dollars aren't the best spent. You need to start moving towards an all-digital platform. And I disagree with him. We argue back and forth. But God started preparing us for COVID-19 in April of 19. We were just praying, God, tell us what you want us to do. We were saying, please keep us in your will. Please, we want to be obedient but I'm sitting there kicking and screaming along the way, moving away from terrestrial radio where we were doing a show five days a week for an hour, hour a day. And God moved us away so that when COVID hit, it wasn't a big deal for us because we'd already moved into an almost all digital platform. We only, we, because when COVID hit, our listening audience went to zero because we were at drive time and nobody was in their cars. <laughs> I mean, all of a sudden we went from getting calls every day on the shows to the crickets i mean unbelievable and crickets don't come out in florida till it starts to rain and we were getting crickets in may before it started to rain and so but what god had us prepared to do was 
we had to learn how to do video instead of just audio because all of a sudden all these conferences that we MC and then we participate in and we go remote. So a lot of times people bring us out to conferences to, in, to uh, interview all of the keynote speakers. Well, all of a sudden, nobody's traveling anywhere. So we had to learn how to do video. We had to learn how to do audio. I had to learn how to use a green screen. Um, we had to rearrange our office. We had to rethink everything we did, even to the point of, we had to learn to set up a studio. I mean, I mean, this is a. St- I mean, we had to set up a studio because all of a sudden it didn't it didn't work that way. Uh, but God, I, I got to tell you, Martha and I, we, when we get up in the morning, we spend some time between a half an hour and an hour together, just or, or an hour, just praying, journaling, reading our Bible. Then we pray together. Then we always pray when things get rough during the day, especially if we're arguing. And at the end of the day, before we go to bed, we, we also, and in prayer, so we're inviting God into all different parts of it. And we've been begging God, please tell us wh- what's the next step? What are we supposed to be doing? Because we could do so many things because podcasting, like you said, when we went on podcasting about the faith and work movement seven and a half years ago, there was, there was maybe two or three. Talk about crickets. Yeah. <laughs> So I, I got to tell you, we were blessed, but I really believe it's because we just wanted to be obedient and we've been praying for years for God's clear direction. And when things started to shift as much, I did kick and scream a little bit. We just started moving and God had us moved before we needed to move. And that's an incredible thing, but it's not too late for everybody listening today to say, okay, God, I am really struggling. Business is down 90%. What do I do? God still wants to answer that same prayer today. Right. So good. So I, I, I want to dig in on that a minute because you alluded to some of the amazing guests that you've had on the show. I've heard some incredible interviews. You, you talked about air conditioning repair guys and moving guys and leaders in, in marketplace ministry and leaders in ministry and all kinds of things. So if you were to pick like one or two really cool and inspiring stories out of the 3,000 or whatever you've done, like all of these, that's a hard job. You know, what would you pick? Share a couple that would, would uh, be of, uh, of inspiration to those listening and watching today. I'm going to share three. Generosity is at the core. Being, that's one of my core values. Generosity is one of my core values. Martha and I had the opportunity two years ago to sit down with Steve and Jackie Green. Steve and Jackie Green run <laughs> Hobby Lobby. Okay. Yeah. He's not the founder of Hobby Lobby. His dad, David Green, is, who still is part of the organization. But the Green family... And they're the ones that also founded the Museum of the Bible because they're right. passionate. Place. Oh, it is an incredible place. Steve and Jackie Green, we sat down with them, two of the most normal people you'd ever meet, worth $5 billion. That's what their their company, well, that was last year's numbers. I have no idea what the sales this year, probably a little <laughs> rougher this year. But these guys realized that the money in their family was going to kill their, their kids, their grandkids, the, the G3, G4, as they call it, Generation 3, 4. And they voted as a family to give the entire organization to a foundation and dedicate 50% of the profits towards missions around the globe. And the only way a green family member makes any money is if they work in the organization. That was fascinating. And I'm talking normal, everyday people. He wasn't even wearing like an Armani suit, and this guy could own Armani. I mean, think about it. So that was just fun to see somebody worth so much to realize that if I keep that money for myself, it's going to screw up my family. We want to protect our family. Let's give this away. That was number one. Second one, I had this opportunity to interview this guy a couple years ago. He um, had lived a very rough life. In fact, he met Jesus on an LSD trip. 
and after he came off the LSD trip, somebody led him to Christ, and um, he started reading his Bible, and the Bible said, well, whatever you do unto the least of these, you do unto me, and so he says, well, I'm going to minister to homeless guys. And so he started doing ministering to homeless guys, and he realized they all needed bikes. And he, and he goes, and he said this on the show that one day. He goes, "You know, I didn't realize until later that Christians didn't really do that stuff." But he actually started a business training homeless people how to fix bikes, and if they work for ten hours, they get a free bike, so they can go and get groceries, they can go and get a job. And it was here's a guy covered with tattoos from head to toe. He doesn't have anything on his head because, but he's shaved head, big beard, tattoos loving jesus and loving the least of these and killing it in tampa bay killing it. He's got, he gives away so many bikes that he's running out of bikes he was he, we did a show a few months ago he's begging people give me your bikes that are sitting in your garage i need bikes that was that was fun uh, another one from this year really apropos to the whole election thing you know as a christ follower i just want people to vote i'm not gonna tell them which way to vote but as christians that is a huge freedom that we've been given and what was amazing to me is in the in the, the election four years ago 40 million christians did not vote in the election 40 million 20 million of them weren't even registered to vote that is not acceptable by any standard no standard at all so we were doing a show about voting just voting vote vote your values but we're not gonna tell you how to vote but vote your values but we interviewed this lady out of nashville tennessee who ran a construction company and she was an executive at 200 and some employees general a general contractor for commercial construction and she she realized that none of her employees were going were registered to vote they weren't involved in the vote and she stopped down and said hey my people need to know this is important and she helped her people get registered to vote and gave them time off to go vote and said this is a right you've been given as a citizen of the united states of america this is important you need to take time to do this and it transformed the culture in her company because they all realized that she cared. She didn't tell them which way to vote. She just said, it's important that you vote. And stuff like that, that's, I mean, she's running a really, first of all, she's a woman running a huge general contracting firm, which is fantastic. And she saw a need in her people and said, I got to minister to that need. And they need to vote. And it was just it was just a great story. And, and she brought in an organization to teach people how to get registered to vote. And, and how to go go to the polls even it was just it was fascinating and again it was somebody a, a member of they were involved in, in a, a group a christian business roundtable group and she was just encouraged hey what's going on with your people 212 people she had working for uh what a great and practical story for um for anyone who has a business with one person two people 200 2000 whatever what an awesome and practical story Man, I can listen to your stories all day long. As a matter of fact, I, I can listen to your stories all day long because all you have to do is go to iworkforhim.com, right? And that's right. all there. And if you click on the listen tab and you click on podcast, and we've got a couple of different podcasts. We have podcasts and then we have power pods. So in case you have a really short attention span, we've got 138 of our show and that's growing all the time. 138 of our shows where we've just taken the, the, the golden nuggets and crammed them into 10 or 12 minutes so you can listen to just the power thoughts of every show that's on our power pods every day. So cool. So listen, Jim, as we wrap up here, um, you're a man of great faith. Um, you, you walk it out every day. You, you talked about it. Give us, a, oh, is there a verse? Is there a, a foundational spiritual principle that you would say is really kind of at the core of Jim Brangenberg? 
Okay, the core, I'm going to give you two, but the core of Jim Brangenberg is Philippians 4, 11 through 13. You know, we all remember Tim Tebow always had 4, 4, 13 on his eyebrows or under his eyes, excuse me, under his eyes. But it starts off with this. It's Paul talking to the church in Philippi. I've learned to be content, whatever the circumstance I'm in. I've learned to get along in humble means. I've learned to get along in prosperity. In any and every circumstance, I've learned the secret of being filled and going hungry, both in abundance and suffering need. I can do all things through Christ who gives me strength. The biggest thing I ever had to overcome as a Christ follower was to learn to be content. Because not everybody's called to riches. Not everybody's called to grand leadership positions. But we're all called to be content. Because contentment brings joy. And so as a, as a, as a young man of God, this was when I was 33 when I finally learned this verse, when I really studied it. I just I realized how discontented I was. I, I, I've been trying to keep up with the Joneses in Minnesota because a lot of Joneses in Minnesota. And so that was a real key thing. But I work for him as driven by Romans 12 too, the NLT version, because that really speaks to me. Stop copying the behavior. Okay, it says don't copy. Don't copy the behavior and customs of this world, but let God transform you into a new person by changing the way you think. Too many of us Christ followers keep thinking about work the way the world thinks about work. God loves work. We need to change the way we think. We need God to change the way we think about work. And we've got to stop copying. We've got to stop looking like the world. Because as Jesus followers, we have the solution to every problem we've seen advertised in the last year on the, on the election campaigns. All of those solutions, none of them can solve. Only Jesus can bring peace to this nation. And we as Christ followers out there in the marketplace, we've got the ability to impact those people. But we've got to start standing out. Our faith has to look different. It's got to be active. It's got to be relevant. Jim, as always, it's been awesome to have time with you and to, and to learn from you. Um, what do our listeners need to know about how to engage with iworkforhim.com uh, and maybe how to support the work that you're doing? You know, give us uh, give us the path. All right. So anything that we do is under I work the number for him. So anything on social media is I work the number for him. Um, if they're about ready to retire, we got I retire for him as well. But online, I work the number for him.com out there. Access to all the resources, all the past podcasts. You could sign up for our weekly blog, which also gives you the links to all the shows we did in the previous week, which are three brand new shows and a couple of power pods. Uh, and then you can also find on our Facebook page, get access to our one minute power thoughts that we're releasing every day, because if they're not on the local radio station near you, you can read them for yourselves. Uh, but the big thing is on that Awaken podcast network that we're about ready to roll out to the nation because you didn't know about it yet. You're on it because I got it. I haven't had time to roll it out that, that that's there's gonna be a lot of advertising opportunities there to get access to a huge Christian working audience. And then in, in 2021, Martha and I will release the trilogy the I work for him field manual, the I retire for him field manual, and the she works for him field manual focused on the everyday believer, whether they're working, retired, or a Christian working woman, specifically speaking into their lives to encourage them how to live out their faith in their work. That's some big things coming up in 2021. So exciting. Jim, thanks for being on the show. Thanks for having me, Mike. I'm, I'm honored. Oh, it's, this has been really, really fun. My guest today, Jim Brangenberg, uh, founder, producer um, with Martha of uh, I Work For Him and all the trilogies and all the crazy things that you've got going on. Uh, I mean, it's just amazing. It really has been wonderful over the last uh, year or so to see you unfold this digital platform and, and to watch all of this stuff happen. So um, for all of you listening and watching, check out iworkforhim.com and all the amazing resources that... Uh, that Jim and Martha have put together. Thanks again for uh, tuning into the show. 
Thank you for listening to the I Work For Him podcast with your hosts, Jim and Martha Brangenberg. Please visit iworkforhim.com to learn more about connecting your faith and work, to join the I Work For Him nation, or subscribe to our weekly blog. You can also follow us on social media at I Work For Him to stay up to date and meet our guests. If today's message spoke to you, please subscribe, rate, and review the show on your favorite podcast platform. Your review will launch more workplace missionaries across America. That's at I Work For Him and online, iworkforhim.com. I work the number four, him.com.